Well, hello there. My name is Jonathan Chan, and I'm so, so glad that you can join me today as we start off and kick off our series of IMCOs for the fall of 2021. I had a long break from the IMCOs for the past two months because of summer, and I hope you enjoyed your summer. And I know I had it. Like, it was just an amazing weather. Weather was cooperative, except for, of course, the what was it, the uh, 40 to 42 degree weather that we had in Vancouver, BC, and then the complete anomaly. It was like historical records that we broke records on how hot it was. Uh, I was sleeping in my room one day and uh, one night, and uh, my room was literally at 33 degrees Celsius. That's just insanely hot for me in that room. But hey, I'm still alive. I hope you are. We went through it. We endured it. And now it's freezing cold in September. We Vancouverites are just so spoiled, right? Anyway, so we're back in IMCOs now. And uh, basically for those who just joined us just now and, and IMCOs are new to you, IMCO is just an acronym for In My Christian Opinion. And what we do and what I, well, what I do anyway, is to look back the past week and see what topped the news on, in the local news this past week and I offer all of you my Christian opinion on them. And so what topped the news this past week? Well, unfortunately, it's still about the vaccines and what is what topped the news this past week particularly was the whole idea of vaccine cards. Now yours truly have is already double vaccinated, which uh, in other words, fully vaccinated. So uh, I'm good. And uh, so it was a really quick process. It was a 55-minute process for me. I know. I jumped the gun a little bit too soon. And, and apparently, I was part of those folks who jumped the gun a little too soon. So I was on the... I had a long waiting time of 55 minutes just to get this card on my phone. Well, I'm, it's done. My wife is done. Both of us are, have completed our cards. And now we have access to movie theaters and whatnot. However, some people didn't like that idea. Some people do not like the whole idea of vaccine cards. And so this past week, what did we have? Uh, we had quite a few protests, actually two weekends in a row that we had protests in front of hospitals. Can you believe it? And uh, what did they do? They were protesting. They were against the vaccine cards. Some were against vaccines. Who knows? It were just a bunch of gobbledygook of signs saying that they're against this and against that. And uh, some even coined the phrase, my body, my choice. And they didn't coin it. They just copied it from, from organizations, well-meaning organizations to protect women and their rights. But they used it. They exploited it. Some even put the uh, Jewish uh, symbols, the Nazi Jewish symbols of the yellow star. And that was just horrible. It, 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 it's kind of, it's... Tell you the truth, whoever's a, uh, whoever's up there in the universities that are you know writing papers on sociology and anthropology, this is a great example. This is a great thesis, don't you think, of studying human behavior with regards to rights and getting triggered by just uh, the simple thing of vaccine cards. But that's my opinion. So that's what happened, right? The, the uh, there were protests in uh, downtown Vancouver. There were protests across the country, apparently, and many of them were situated in front of hospitals so bad that they were blocking ambulances. 
there was this is actually local. This happened in Vancouver, apparently, where uh, where protesters were blocking the VGH and people that, who really needed the health care and the, of and really need to get to the hospital couldn't get in, and and ambulances like were being blocked and had to be escorted by police. So there was there was strong opposition against the vaccine cards, even though. Even though the numbers of the people who are opponents against the vaccine cards are low, they are quite loud and they're trying to make their voice heard. Now, I am not going into the debate of vaccine cards today because I am holding an event, in-person event, this Friday at the Terminal City Club to discuss the whole idea of vaccine cards, to discuss the debate. Why is there a debate? Why is even there such a debate with vaccine cards? Uh, and uh, I'm just, we're just going to have a casual lunch conversation on this whole debate of vaccine cards at the Terminal City Club. Now, ironically, the Terminal City Club is also a restaurant. And so uh, because it's a restaurant, it requires us to have vaccine cards in order to get in. And fortunately, many of my guests and fortunately, many of the members have vaccine cards. So we will uh, have a great conversation over lunch with regards to vaccine cards to look at both sides of the argument rationally and just not to uh, have a definite conclusion, but to just understand and rationalize why people think the way they do on both sides. Now, a little bit about vaccines. Uh, I've been told and been asked to try to like just extrapolate my own view on vaccines. Well, here's a simple little image that I would like to show you. It's an example of uh, vaccines and, uh, and vaccine cards. For me, vaccines is like this sign, or better yet, vaccines is, better, is more likened to seatbelts in a car. Now, for those of you who have been here on this planet longer than I have, or, yeah, like, or even as old as me, you know that when uh, back then seatbelts were not that well made uh, or well thought out. Like we had seatbelts that were just around the waist. Uh, there were no 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 such thing as a tri. What do you got? A three point seatbelt. It was just this one point seatbelt, and uh, and you know. But even though it's kind of um, crass and and not well thought out, it was still it was still a it was still something that is highly recommended to put on for our safety. Even though it may not prevent, like 100% prevent us from getting killed in a car accident, it, it's good enough. It has a high probability of keeping us safe from when we do incur car accidents. And I feel the vaccines the same way. The vaccines, sure, some of us, some, some folks debate that it's brand new, it's too new, it's, it's in an experimental phase and we're being used as guinea pigs. Well, guess what? The seatbelts were the same. The seatbelts were the, these crash little things. Like um, I still remember one time my dad's Le Mans. It was um, like uh, we were makeshifting a seatbelt just for my safety and there was no middle seatbelt. So what did we do? We used rope. And so... Seatbelts seat are very similar to vaccines, and that when seatbelts were introduced, it was crass. It was, it was, you know, preliminary. There was a lot of room for improvement, 
but it was good to have. It was a good recommendation. It was good to the to make it law that we wear seatbelts because it's for our protection. It prevents us. It doesn't prevent us entirely of getting hurt or getting killed in a car accident, but it's good enough. It has a good probability of preventing us from getting hurt or getting killed in a car accident. That it helps us to lower down that probability of getting killed. And that's how I see vaccines, for those of you who may be asking me of how my, what my view is. Sure, yes, vaccines, they were done really quickly. Uh, but it was because there was a lot of money poured into it. That's why it was deemed as Operation Warp Speed. There was this fast speed of investment, of technology, the technology that we had. We had uh, uh, continuous trials. And if you're in project management, this is a great example of agile projects, right? Where you continue to have iterations and iterations and iterations to get a vaccine rolled out as soon as possible. Sure, can there be more? Can there be improvements made? Of course. But the probability of us not dying from COVID because we take the vaccine is a lot better. That like the probability of us dying is lower, what I meant to say. The, we lower the probability of dying, of ending up in the hospital with COVID when we take the vaccine. And also when we take the vaccine, it prevents the virus from mutating and becoming many variants. And the reason why right now the entire globe is suffering from the Delta variant, and I hate to say it, but apparently in the States, there's also a variant called the Mu variant. They're running out of Greek letters here, or was it Latin? Anyway, there's the Mu variant. It's because of the unvaccinated and that those, those folks who are unvaccinated, the virus is mutating within them. And like all living organisms, they evolve. Like you and I, we evolve. And so does the virus. Why do, what, what stops the virus from evolving? It's a living organism as well. And so if you do not have the vaccine, you are allowing the virus to mutate. Now, how about vaccine cards then? Well, for me, my view on the vaccine cards is like this sign here. You know, we put up a lot of signs and warnings. Governments, uh, city councils, even myself at the strata council level, we put up a lot of warning signs of do not go into this area or else you'll get hurt. Well, that, like I'm in BC and we're very blessed with mountains. And so we have these signs all over Whistler, Blackcomb, the Twin Peaks, uh, the Okanagan. I can't remember what that ski resort is called, but I think it's called nope i don't even want to make it an attempt but these signs are put up so that we so that we don't cross the boundaries because there's a potential for us to die or to get hurt at least and so vaccine cards are basically that for me the reason why uh, for me anyway uh the reason why i think the government is imposing uh, vaccine cards for restaurants is because they don't want the unvaccinated to die to don't come in and get infected by us, the vaccinated, because we still, for the people who are vaccinated, we still can have the virus, just no symptoms and maybe next to none symptoms, and we don't die from it and we don't end up in the hospital. But for those who are not vaccinated, if you come into that place, you will be infected. And there's a high chance for you to be infected and for you 11 times even greater for you to die from COVID. And hence, I see vaccine cards as this. Vaccine cards are like these warning signs that, hey, this is for your own good. We don't want to kill you. So therefore, don't come in. And if you do, you may get hurt. And also, you may have a potential to die. 
So therefore, hence, this is my view on vaccine cards. You may disagree, feel free to disagree. This is why we're here. This is why I call it IMCO. It is my own opinion. Now, I want to offer you um, my three points for today. So here's my three points in the IMCO. Number one, I've talked about this a lot already and I feel like I'm a broken record, but the whole issue surrounding vaccines and vaccine cards is a broken record. And it's been going on for for too long. But because of that, I will reiterate what I've said previously on the previous incos with regards to vaccines and the protests out there. Number one, rights and freedoms. As a Christian, how do we see rights and freedoms? How do we define rights and freedoms? Well, it's not so much about defining rights and freedoms. It's about what governs our rights and freedoms. And that is, in a Christian sense, love. The whole idea of loving our neighbor. And so, we have, like, like Paul says, we have probably the rights to do whatever we want. But not everything that we do is beneficial for others. And he said this in the mindset of loving our neighbors. So I could be, you know, just, I have every right to smoke my cigars and cigarettes. Mind you, I don't smoke. I'm just giving you an example. I could be smoking like a chimney out there uh, on my sun deck right now. And the strata cannot do anything about it because that's my own use. That's the, the balcony is my property. Limited common property, but it's still my property that I can use. Now, do I, and then, so if my neighbor who is attached to me next door, who you might actually hear his um, dishwasher at this moment. Now, if he, now he has a, uh, what is it? Four month old baby right now. And let's say the baby is right now suffocating from the cigarette smoke. What? Should I care? No, I have every right to smell like a chimney still. And no matter how much of my neighbor complains. However, as a Christian, I am governed. My rights and freedoms are governed by love. So would I smell like a chimney out in the front on this balcony, knowing full well that it's affecting the baby upstairs? No, because I love my neighbor. And therefore, I would try to find somewhere else far away as, so that I could keep, just do my best to know that my neighbors are safe from my bad habits. I have every right and freedom to smoke, but it is governed by love. Now, how do we define love? That's the biggest question, right? Well, I have to say that for us Christians who are very keen on scripture, you know that if you read the entire first John, you know what love is. Love is when Jesus died for us and sacrificed his life for our sins. He just put his life selflessly, served us, and sacrificed himself for us. That's love. How do we define love then? Is putting others' interests ab above ourselves. And uh, for those who are keeners out there, again, in scripture, you know that I just quoted Philippians 2. And so how, how do we define love? Is to put others' interests above ourselves. And what is it that, that in light of love, how do we see our rights and freedoms? It's governed. By love. Number three. Now, some people have approached me and said, but John, loving God is more important than loving our neighbor. That's why I'm not taking a vaccine because God says that I need to take care of my body and the vaccine is too new and it might be detrimental to this godly temple of mine. Well, here's my opinion. When I see love your neighbor and love God, I see them as synonymous. When we love God, we actually love our neighbor. 
And when we love our neighbor, we actually love God. It's like this. It's equal. And I have this scripture here to conclude, but I will just say that uh, for those folks who think that loving God is takes precedent over loving your neighbor, I say, in my opinion, no, it's equal. Because when you love God, you are actually, in fact, loving your neighbor at the same time. And when you're loving your neighbor, you're actually loving God at the same time. It's sort of like uh, alluding to Sikhism. By the way, I am doing a, a series, just finished the series on Choose Your Religion, when we are, where we're going through various religions at our church. And I just finished recording my uh, last recording on Sikhism. Sikhism believes that you know everybody and all things yeah, needs to be loved selflessly because every part of us, everything here, is part of God. Now, Christianity does not think that way because that's pantheism. But for us, we should kind of see it the same way in terms of love. When we love our neighbors, we are actually loving God. And when we see loving God, we are loving our neighbors. That's how we show love to God. So let me conclude with this. Since this is a Christian opinion, I need to offer some Bible verses for your reading enjoyment to conclude our IMCO today. It is found in Luke chapter 10, verse 27, and then I skip over to Romans chapter 13, verse 8 to 9. Some of you will accuse me of paraphrasing. Some of you may be accusing me of just dishing out verses to support my cause. Well, you know what, folks? You do it too. Anyway, Luke chapter 10, verse 27. The man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's the greatest command of them all. And uh, Jesus answered, you are correct. You love the God with all your heart, and you love your neighbor as yourself. And so there's my argument right there. That's what supports my opinion, is that when how we define loving our neighbor is to love God. And how do we define love God? Is to love our neighbor. Next, in Paul, as he wrote to the church in Rome, he in chapter 13, verse 8 to 9, he says, Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligations to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. For the commandments say, you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so, folks, for those who are Christians who are asking, Am I obeying God? Am I obeying all these uh, commands? You know, how can I possibly fulfill all these commands in Leviticus and Deuteronomy and Exodus? Well, you only need to obey one, actually. And Paul says this, just love your neighbor. Love your neighbor as Jesus would love them. And that's it. Love your neighbor selflessly, sacrificially, and putting their interests above yourselves. And you fulfill all the commandments in the Bible. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing how he's just summed up in all that, all those commands are summed up in one, is to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, that's it from me. I hope you enjoyed my IMCO today and my ramblings and reflections of this past week and what taught the news this past week. If you can, if you're interested in joining uh, the TCC Lunch Exchange this Friday as we continue the discussions on vaccine cards, send me an email at jonathan at companyofdisciples.com. Now, I'm not quite sure how the spaces are working now because we might have reached our capacity due to COVID. But 
it'll mean email me so I could check and to see if there is space left and space remaining for you to join us because I would love to you to join us in this competition. Now, mind you, you have to have your vaccine card before you enter. And so for those who do have your vaccine cards, email me at jonathan at companydisciples.com. Now, if you have any questions or concerns or comments or just disagreements that you want to vehemently argue with me, email me at jonathan at companydisciples.com as well. And I would love to hear from you. Till next time, have a wonderful week.